Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine, is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political, special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. 
And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family. Instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks, who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Attagliavia. This is the Red hey. Project Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of the implementation of communism in the United States of America and throughout the world. The ushering in of the new world order through various different uh, political, financial, um, institutional, and private industries. All mm. trying to usher in radical ideology that I don't even think we have a name for. It's not communism. It's not socialism. It's just totalitarianism. But uh, what we're doing here at the Red Pill Project is we're keeping you updated and informed. We're keeping you alert and we're keeping you on your toes and helping you navigate through the minutia and through the bullshit of what mm -hmm. actually is happening. Yesterday, we didn't get much to the news. We had uh, Dr. Ryan Dops on. And so we were talking about My Daily Naturals and uh, a whole bunch of vitamins and health. And, and health is really pertinent to a lot of this. And you got to stay healthy. Uh, I saw one of my favorite uh, TikTokers the other day. Um, he's the old guy, and uh, he's in Canada. He's the old guy that's always like standing in front of the fire yelling, and he's a, he's a cool dude. Ooh, let's see. Like, you have like, it? Are you going to share I, I, it? I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Uh, I could use some good motivation. Uh, He's like, he's yelling at people and he's like, if you're fat and out of weight, you're not doing any good for anybody. That's what I need to hear, dude. And oops, sorry, that's what I, that's what I need to hear. Honestly, I, you got to buckle down and face reality. Yeah. He, and he's spot on right with his, uh, with his video here. Love and, uh, I can play, I don't know if I have the one I was thinking about. I can, let me, let me see. I, I just need to search a little bit more, but, uh, no worries. Yeah. I mean, health cannot be stressed enough, dude. I tell you. 
And uh, that conversation last night was really great. And if anybody tried to watch it and had issues after the fact, it is available back on Rumble now. Just so y'all know, you could go watch that show from last night. Yeah, what happened with that? I think it was because Rumble was being DDoSed all day. It just uh, didn't upload. I, that's the only thing I could think of because it should have all just been good to go, you know? So I Yeah. Know. All I right, let's Rumble. play this. I, I got one of them. This isn't the one. This is a good motivational one. But let's, right. let's play this one. He, he's awesome. I asked him if he wanted to come on the show, and he gave me a thumbs up. So ah. maybe we'll, we'll get him on the show here soon. But yeah. uh, listen to this. There's something dark and evil in this earth, and it's been here for thousands of years. Its end game is the complete annihilation of mankind, the total destruction of everything that God made and everything that he loves. It's learned to walk amongst us, how to use money, war, famine, and pestilence. It thrives on chaos. It loves the hate and the division that it causes. It's also afraid of the light. It hates the truth. It's burned by it. We have the power, people, to overcome this evil. Each and every one of us have to step up and get the fight. You don't have to pick up a gun or a weapon. You don't have to take a life. What you have to start doing is vigilantly spreading the truth. Stand up for what you believe is right. And tell people, spread the truth. Become a shining light. Make a TikTok video. Start a YouTube channel. Do whatever you have to do to spread the word. But become that beacon of light. And if each and every one of us as a collective start to shine as bright as we can, we can push this dark fucking evil mass back into a corner where we can all stomp it out once and for all. I love each and every one of you. It's time that we all step up and get in the fight, folks. Stay the course. Love he's, uh, he's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. And, and you know what? He's absolutely right. There is a darkness and evil on this fucking planet. <clears throat> it has risen up to power and authority it has been there for a very long time it has been implementing its reign for a very long time time and it is in its end game and the problem with this situation now is that we have been well informed we have been well prepared and we are now united and he mentioned that it's afraid of the light and that's why i have up here you know a, a prepare for deception and lies right Yes. It's the title for tonight's show, to prepare, to prepare for deception and lies. And the reason is, is because that's where it thrives. That's where it gets its power from. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Um, awesome. We're going to talk about deception. We're going to talk about lies. We're going to talk about information warfare. We're going to talk about what's happening, uh, what various different states are doing, and potentially what they are planning. Because we got to remember, this is 2023. And there's something very, very important happening in the next few months that we're moving into. And that's an election cycle, hence why I played that beginning video. <clears throat> so we are moving into it right now. It's happening. It's going to be absolutely epic. The next uh, 12, uh, the 18 months, uh, yeah. absolutely incredible, historic. I, I think that's one word we can put in there. And biblical is another word that we can put in there. I think uh, so. Let me get through some of the uh, some of the information, though. So, Vince, are we doing a show Thursday night? I'm not sure. I don't okay. think so. I'd say okay. most likely not. 
it, it's Thursday night. So coffee. I think we'll, enough coffee in the morning. Okay, so I think what we're going to do is we're still probably do uh, the After Dark Q&A on Thursday night. Probably I can make it. Rally dose. Uh, there might be some recording shows. I don't know. Jim Price will probably still do a show. I think James Grunvig is going to record a show for that day. Okay. Um, so there will still be some other shows on the channel, but I still think we're going to do the dark delight sh- or the uh, dark uh, after dark chat. So I'll right. keep everybody informed of that. And then uh, Friday night, we have conversation on the fringe. Uh, I might get a guest. I don't know. I, I got a few topics I want to talk about. Okay. So it just might be me and Vince and we'll see what happens. Uh, so those are definitely happening. Yesterday, I talked about this thing here. Now I gotten a lot of feedback. I gotten people came back to me and are like, dude, I love it. It looks great. I gotten people like, dude, you need to get rid of that damn thing. <laughs> So, you know, it, it's um, we got a lot of things going on. We got decentralized media that's starting up. Uh, we're, we're a startup company. We're looking for funding for that. We're trying to uh, raise money for that right now. And the Red Pill Project is still, you know, it's it's something that it, it, it goes month to month. OK, we'll just put it that way. It goes month to month. So we always need help with the Red Pill Project. The Red Pill Project is not going anywhere. So. Me and Vince talked, and we thought that this would potentially be a good idea. And so what we're going to do is a give, send, go campaign. And you guys can go up here. Should Josh shave his beard? I know. I know. Should Josh shave his beard? And so we're looking at December 1st, which will be a Friday night. It's going to be a conversation on the fringe. And that's when all the votes will be tallied. If you want to go ahead and make a vote, it's $5 a vote. You can go ahead, vote, make a comment, yes or no. Um, if you guys want this, it's givesendgo.com slash shave or redpills.tv slash shave. Um, and if, if you guys vote for me to shave my beard, I will shave the beard. Okay. Yeah. Um, so- the, only thing, the only thing we're going to do is, is uh, we have a, a goal there. Where if we reach half the goal, it'll happen. Okay. okay. So we reach half the goal, it will happen. Um, but you know, we we and you'll go to Nate. Yes. And so by the way, is if if uh if you guys vote for me to shave, I will be driving to Nate's barbershop, Nathaniel's barbershop, and he is the one who's going to do it. And we'll film it and we'll we'll post it and get it all out there. So we're gonna make something fun of it. Nate's only uh two and a half, three hours away from me. So what we're going to do is if you want to go ahead and vote to be a part of the, the tally red pills or redpills.tv slash shave or give sendgo.com slash shave. This is helping support the red pill project and everything we do. Uh, like I said, you know, we are 100% funded by all of you guys and we appreciate all the support, um, but we have good months. We have bad months and I'm no longer with amp. I'm no longer doing a radio show and right. they haven't been very many good months. <laughs> With all that, we're trying to start a new business. So anything that you guys can help contribute to support us is so much appreciated. And if you know me, if you know this show, I'm not one to do that. I'm not one. That's why I'm like, okay, I'll throw something out there. Like if they want to see the beard gone, then let's, let's do it. So help us raise some money. Let's get, if you guys want to see the beard gone, dude, it would, if Nate's ready to stream by the time you make it down there. Oh, you could do it on the stream. It would be so cool to stream. I can't wait to see what y'all have to say too. Do you do you want to shave it or do you want to keep it if you had the choice? I, I don't know. Um, like it does make me look and feel older. Um, and like Which I isn't feeling, necessarily a bad thing. Well, I'm 42. I I feel old enough. 
Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I really yeah. do like it. it. It has its days. It has its days where it's like, yeah, just I'm good with it. But, you know, I mean, it's um, it. I like it sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, man, I just need to shave this thing. But if I had my way, uh, I would keep it. So I would be definitely just keeping it and just growing it as long as I could. Um, but my kid, so my daughter yeah. is the one who said, dad, I want you to grow a beard. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there and grow a beard. And I started growing the beard and she goes, Oh my God, you're going to look like Santa Claus for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a few, about a week ago, she's like, you can shave that beard now. <laughs> and I'm like, um, like there though. <laughs> Oh, so now Lori asks, how much for the legs? Uh, you can throw in another one for the legs if you want to. I'll do. I'll have Nate do that as well. But I don't know. The if legs in the that. face, not the head. Not the head. So the hair is growing long. The hair is already down. If you guys, I wear hats now. Nobody really knows, but the hair is almost down to my nose. And so the hair is getting long. One day I'll pull that out, and you guys will see that. But yeah. Uh, and if you guys want suggestions, go ahead and comment in there on uh, Gibson Go. Do a goatee. Do the Adolf Hitler or oh, no. whatever it might be. We were, we were joking last night. I said, <laughs> I said every dude that shaves his beard does it. Yeah. They're like, does what? I'm like, shaves yeah. everything but that yeah. little strip right there. I'm telling you, every dude does it. Right. It, and right. it's not like, it's just like, hey. It's so funny. Know. It's not that we weren't trying to be Hitler or anything like that. But Okay. So let's get started with the news and get started on this stuff because there's not a lot to cover. There's not a lot going on. Right. But there's a lot of things happening. And the first thing that I want to point out is uh, Governor Hochul in New York State. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, now Governor Hochul, there is, I think it's called Rule 162 or Rule 182. So uh, uh, about a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. Governor Hochul came out and said that she was trying to pass, I think, this rule. And the rule would basically establish the predicate for the government to quarantine any New York State residents any time that they wanted uh, for any medical emergency as declared determined by the governor, not medical professionals or CDC. Uh, Well, it was appealed to the to the courts the Supreme Court, and it was just overruled and granted. And so now this is in full effect in uh, New York State. But then right after that, she comes out with this. And guys, I'm going to get into why they're doing this, because they're they're going to do a flip flop on a lot of things here. Okay, but listen to what she says here. Today, I'm directing the director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for a very fast moving and often confusing world. 
inoculate them fast moving and confusing world inoculate them inoculate them dude inoculate yeah inoculate like jab it into their arm did she say the something out loud she wasn't supposed to yeah well you know listen so anytime that the government becomes the arbitrator of truth you better watch the fuck out okay yes so the Biden administration has been trying to do this. Trump administration was doing it, but clandestinely. But now states are trying to do this. So conspiracy theories. Listen, conspiracy theories, the majority of them are true. There's a lot of bullshit that's stuffed into them, but the majority right. of them are like, true. Like and the concentration camp stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like the concentration camp stuff. Like going out there and detaining your citizens because you have determined that there's a health emergency. Now, Take that in the context of this. Yes. They're going to establish the Department of Education. So notice how they're not doing it through the Department of Education, Vince. Okay? Yeah, because it's not for that. Okay, exactly. I this don't think what it's for I what want. she says. Yes, I want people to listen to what she says right at the beginning. Today I'm directing the Director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop Media literacy tools for K. Media literacy tools for K through 12 by the Department of Homeland Security in New York State. Wait, why wouldn't you do that through your Department of Education? Yeah, why is the Homeland Security doing it? Why is the Homeland you know Security exactly? I think why I know. Well, I think I know too. Vince, how many times have you heard them say that yeah. climate change? is a threat, is an epidemic. Every day I see this nonsense. That's right. How, how many How much time? How many times have you heard them say that hate, that what they determine to be hate speech yeah. is an epidemic? Probably every day I see some. some now, ha, have, have they come out and said anything about health emergencies being associated with climate change and misinformation yeah. and disinformation? I think so. They had the rule that was just passed allowing them to detain anybody they wished without warrant, without court's involvement. Just the governor had to declare, hey, this is a health emergency. And they can go out there and quarantine people from information. And then they have a program being developed now by the Homeland Security to make sure everybody knows. No? No, no, no. The act. program is educate to identify, people. is to, uh, yeah, to educate and identify that information. Well, here's the interesting thing. I mean, almost like timing had its good cue here. California did the same thing. Commies. The state of California did the exact same thing. And if Dude. you don't believe me, right there, media literacy resources. Uh, to ensure that young adults are prepared with media literacy skills necessary to safely, responsibly, and critically consume and use social media and other forms of media. So, you know what? Here's the interesting thing. Yeah. This comes about after California, Oregon, and Washington State all drop the requirements for graduation. So yeah, you don't so need to be literate to read. You don't need to be literate to math. You don't need to be literate to, to even spell. But they want you to be able to use social media and be able to discern from what they determine to be truth and from what they determine to be not truth. You need to be just smart enough to be easily indoctrinated and controlled. Oh, good. well said. That's exactly um, it. Dude, this is for education camp purposes, I think. Well, it, it is. And so this is multifaceted. 
Number one is it gives the, the state governments the ability to go in there and begin the regulation of data and information. If everybody remembers the state of Colorado, when I was living there a few years ago, tried to pass a law under Governor Polis. This law would have made each social media platform, if you were a social media platform operating in the state of Colorado, to go out to what's known as DARA and get a license through the state. And that your platform online would oh. be monitored and regulated by Colorado state laws. Okay. Now, if we remember the Restrict Act, the Restrict Act, uh, Senate, Senator Bennett tried to pass this, would have basically regulated internet service providers and data distributors from the content that was on them going against already known federal law. And basically how this would have worked specifically is that if we are streaming on Rumble and we go out there and say certain things on Rumble, now Rumble begins becomes liable for the things that we say and can be right. fined by the federal government, which forces them to censor us instead of the federal government. And then yeah. they can also do criminal referral directly through the government, directly towards us, even though it says foreign, <clears throat> but it doesn't di differentiate between that actually. But so that got shot down. But now we have two yeah. other bills in Senate that are structured yeah. exactly the same, doing exactly the same thing. Guys, they want to control the Internet. They want to control data. They want to control information. Why? Because the last five to six years, last eight years, we absolutely demolished them yes. on their narrative and they're losing. They want to control all media and all information because... They need to control all media and information because they are losing fast. That's right. So in the next 12 months moving into the election, you are going to see strategic moves by mainstream media and government to censor, to demonetize, to remove and move you from the internet and control the internet to a large degree. Why? Because they have everything to lose. That's specifically why. And, you know, like this guy, this guy just said, be careful who you are following. Some are profiting off this movement. Some are building big following off yeah. this movement only to retreat and go mainstream. Patriots make sacrifices, some ultimate sacrifices. Patriots are selfless. Wow. And, and that's a, a yeah. Q wow. post right there. And I really? can name, oh yeah, that was a Q post. And I can huh. name some of those people right there. And here's the thing. Okay. You know what? Nick, thank you for posting that. And I'm going to post this right here. Be careful who you follow. Some are profiting off this movement. Some are building big followings off this movement that only the retreat and go mainstream. Patriots make sacrifices. Some the ultimate sacrifices. Patriots are selfless, right? Do they ask for monthly payments, blah, blah, blah. So this is what I want to show you here. There's a new website coming out called qofficial.net. Okay. Okay. And I it's, heard of this one. They've gotten a whole bunch of uh, of of followers on Twitter. Oh, Stay really? the fuck away from that. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The first thing they did is they went out there and they they trademarked Q. Q. The, they trademarked the storm is coming. They trademarked a whole bunch of Q phrases and sayings. People, that is your first sign that something is up with that. Uh, I don't know who's behind it. I got a few ideas it's hmm. probably the same people behind a few other things out there but 
anytime that I see something like that with big movements like that. Now, here's my thoughts on Q, by the way, because this is one of the things that got us all here today, but also is one of the main reasons why the media is trying to censor us and why the media is trying to move in to stop us because the Q movement is what allowed us all to go out there and, and capture the narrative, capture the back the media and put data and information back in the control of the hands of patriots. Okay. That movement, this is my honest opinion. It doesn't mean that this is Q. It doesn't mean that whoever Q is and posting on the boards, that doesn't mean that this is who they are. But that movement is full of so much bullshit right now that I would just stay away from it. Wait till Q posts again. We'll go on there. We'll look at it. There's even questionability if that was even Q that posted those last posts. I believe it was. I don't know. But my thoughts on it is that I've listened to a lot of these other shows out there on many different channels. And it's all the majority of the stuff that I hear is garbage and bullshit. These people have no validation or verification of anything that they're saying. They're just talking out of their ass because one person says I have connections in the DOD and these people are, you know, have Q clearance and this is the Q team or I had coffee with Q. It's all fucking bullshit. Uh, doesn't mean that Q is fake. It doesn't because Q is absolutely real. I have theories on who Q was and I put those out there. Actually, you, yes. you, remember, you remember my theory on who uh, Q was? Uh, I know bits and pieces off the top of my head. Uh, I said that, and I'll, I'll put it out there. I, I mean, I don't, I think Who knows? He, I, I think he knows, well, everybody knows I've, I've written about it, but, um, he's, um, kind of, let me explain this real quick. Okay. So the idea is that there was massive amounts of military secrets being stolen in our country. And this was discovered through various different types of events that came out in public that I believe were covered up. Okay. <clears throat> um, this, there's a few events circa 2006, 2007, 2008, moving into the Obama administration. These events basically got the attention of a lot of high powerful military brass. These brass um, they're not just going to sit around and not say anything. They, they have like in college and universities, they have secret societies, they have fraternities and yep, you know, the, the Naval Academy has their own fraternities. If you don't believe me, yeah. we'll find out what happened to Admiral Borda. You knew who Admiral Mike Borda was? No. Admiral Mike Borden, Borda was the chief of naval operations, but he was the first chief of naval operations who did it through what's called STA 21, the Seaman to Admiral program. Okay, so he wasn't a Naval Academy graduate, and that was very frowned upon by the upper ranks of uh, the military leaders. Well, there is a kind of a something that happened. There was uh, uh, an event that happened where he was kind of disgraced. He was wearing a ribbon that they said he wasn't supposed to be wearing, um, and he got it in Vietnam, and it was actually granted to him by uh, Admiral Nimitz. Okay. And it actually, after his death, they found out that, yep, he was supposed to have that medal. But they basically tried to take him down with this. Well, Admiral Borda was found uh, of suicide with a sh two shotgun shots to the chest. What? Okay. Oh, Murdered. 
yeah, it's a cheap and able operations, and you know, like at you know, like uh, Forestal and stuff like like this. So, so there there are people that work behind the scenes to kind of have these little societies and these 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 gentlemen clubs and maybe these general officer clubs. Well, it's our belief and through our understanding, and our research, that these people began saying, "Hey, we got to investigate this. We got to look into this." And they just they reapportioned military funding, and they started investigating who is stealing military secrets because military officers were involved in. This. Um, I have a great video out there called Q the Storm, Q U E the Storm. You can go check it out. Well, this goes into kind of an intelligence gathering scenario where they're starting to gather intelligence. Obama comes in, and what ends up happening is you start seeing around 2010 Russian hackers releasing information of private emails from George. Um, Bush and from Hillary Clinton and everybody else. This culminates into the Edward Snowden debacle, where basically a a protege of John Brennan from the CIA is hired by the NSA secret program to go out there and spy on American citizens, and he releases the whole program to the public. This happens after Chelsea Man Manley Manny uh, and all this other stuff. Well, the interesting thing about the project that he was working for is that there's a secretive group of NSA police or basically police that go out there and look for these people who commit these crimes. It's called the Q group. It's kind of interesting. But anyways, Snowden, um, yeah. I, I believe Snowden was acting in the best interest of Snowden. I don't think he was a bad guy or anything like that. I think that he released that information because he thought he was doing the right thing. But what was the information doing? It was spying on senators and congressmen and military officers and military contracts that mm -hmm. the news twisted to say was American citizens. And so this was a military operation because the, the NSA at that time was predominantly a military agency, was predominantly looking at who the deep state was and trying to uncover this. Well, after this time frame is when... You have Andrew Barbart, who gets Pizzagate, breaks this, and he ends up dying. You have Michael Hastings, who's working on things with the CIA and trying to disclose that. He ends up dying. Um, you have Michael Flynn as the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency. Okay, right. it was very short lived there. Then you have Barack Obama, who wins re-election, fires 198 four-star and three-star admirals and generals. Well, why does he do that? Because these were the same people that were most likely colluding against the deep state trying to uncover them. Notice that those 198 generals got fired after Snowden's release of that project. So what you begin to see is that there was this intelligence gathering operation organized by the military to go out there and uncover who the deep state actors were. They were selling military secrets and probably high-level secrets to foreign countries, foreign adversaries, and private organizations. They got ousted. Uh, Mike Rogers comes into the NSA to basically clean things up afterwards. And, and that was lucky on that behalf because Flynn was out the door during that time. Well, then you have a mysterious um, tweet that comes out around circa 2016 by the NSA that says Pizzagate is real, puts out a hash code and tells you to investigate and talking about John Podesta's emails from WikiLeaks. It's firm believed that the WikiLeaks emails from Hillary Clinton were released by obviously <clears throat> the NSA, but by through proxy. So hmm. when we go out there to understand all of this, all of this leads up to what we know of as Q. Well, we got to understand that before Q, people were investigating Pizzagate. People were investigating a lot of these crimes, but it wasn't very, very popular because the news and the media right. was directly controlled by all these other people, all these big six media corporations. But there was a big problem. I call it the blockbuster problem. You know what the blockbuster problem was? Yeah, they went bankrupt. 
Just well, kidding. Why, what is why, it? Why, yeah, why did Blockbuster <laughs> go bankrupt? Uh, because they're obsolete. Because they're obsolete. What happened is, is Blockbuster failed to adapt to Redbox, to Netflix, to online streaming. They kept their mom and pop brick and mortar stores oh. and they got in the streaming at the last minute. But what they did yeah. is by the time they got in, Netflix was charging $10 a month for a membership where Blockbuster was charging $25 for one rental. And they ended up going bankrupt and out of business because they did not adapt on time. Well, the same thing happened with the media conglomerates and social media companies during 2010 to 2014, because this is when a lot of the cloud was built out. People were no longer consuming information and news through 60-minute broadcasts or 30-minute broadcasts, but instead were taking it in through memes, 120-character tweets, or one to three minute short videos on YouTube, Facebook, and other Instagram and other platforms. And what happened is, is people like you and me went out there and we began to take in that information and we began to build followings and go out there and get this information out through those methodologies. Well, this was noticed by a lot of people within the military communities. And see, this is why I believe that the these people came in and took over what's called the Q movement. So you got to understand is that you had the, um, you had Pizzagate breaking, you had Donald Trump moving up. You had a lot of things that they knew they had, they had FISA warrants on Donald Trump. They were investigating his campaign. They were looking for anything and everything to take him down. They had to begin the process of exposing that, but I don't think they really knew how, but they knew that there was this transition happening in the way people consume information. And so they, this is general Flynn's digital soldiers speech, right? They knew that there was this transition and how people consume information. So they knew social media and this type of thing was, going to be it. Well, during the same time from 2017 to late 2017, on a small backboard internet channel known as 4chan, you had hundreds of different people coming up on the boards and writing various different posts, making predictions and saying that they had inside information on the White House. They were working with Donald Trump, that they were white hats, and these people were all anons or anonymous. You had people like White right. House Insider, what FBI Insider, you had FBI Anon. You had hundreds of them out there, okay? You got bad. You got a fan on, dude. No. Yeah. Yeah. Please turn it off. It's really loud. Uh, but you had all these different people posting on 4chan, and what was happening is there was starting to get a lot of eyes onto those back channels. And so Reddit threads came up and you had Twitter posts come up and you had two specific influencers, which were, I would look at as kind of grifters back in the day. If you go back and you do your research on these two people, one of them I find is a Ron Paul grifter from 2008, from 2012, trying to sell Ron Paul merch on YouTube with a hundred views on their video and trying to sling this stuff. And they, they just mm -hmm. kept on following conservative movements around and Donald Trump. They're trying to sell Donald Trump merch and get it out there to be a social influencer. Well, they went out there and they started making the Great Awakening Reddit thread. They started posting on Twitter and they started gaining a big following behind 
this specific movement, which was known as the Q. And this was only a few weeks old by this time because the Q things were just a little bit different. Now they were different because mm -hmm. of how the text was actually organized. Number one is it made certain predictions for the future. It came out, yeah. future proves the past. It came out and started claiming to be affiliated with the military. And these people, which had a kind of a, a decent following, began to push this really, 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 really hard. Now, one of the guys is known as FBI Anon, and the one person was known as Tracy Beans. Tracy Beans is the founder of Uncover DC, which is a pretty big uh, uh, media distribution center that uh, puts out a lot of content. She's an investigative journalist now, if that's what you want to call her. And I have nothing against Tracy Beans. I think Tracy Beans is awesome. She does really good work. Um, but you'll begin to know FBI Anon later, later down the road as a person by the name of Frank. And Frank is from South Africa. Now, he also go by, by the moniker, and nobody really knows this, but I can tell you, is Joe M. Oh, now that begins to make sense. Because all the promotional videos happening with Q were coming from an account known as the, uh, the, the Storm, or the Storm is Coming, right? Joe M. He's the one who made those videos. So what ends up happening is all of a sudden the tone of Q begins to change. The tone of Q begins to change and they start doing validation proofs with Donald Trump, uh, with various different timestamps matching each other through Twitter and through the boards. And then you get these uh, kind of weird little photographs, the pen, all this other stuff. Yeah, you'd have not only the timestamps matching to Q posts from like Twitter posts and such, but then you'd also have relevant context to each post that linked it together as well. It was interesting. That's right. And this is when we begin to notice a transition. Not only that, is they got off of 4chan and moved to 8chan because mm -hmm. 8chan was specifically more secure of a platform. Now, what's also interesting around this time mm -hmm. is that Tracy Bean's content starts getting shared by Michael Flynn. Hmm. Yeah. And so it was my theory originally that Tracy Beans was the original Q. Tracy Beans and FBI Anon Frank were the original Q. And what happened is, is Flynn saw this, saw the movement growing and said, hey, I can get in there. I can hijack this, get with Scavino and Trump, and we start doing some collaboration. And we can build this into a movement that we can use clandestinely to basically disclose a lot of this information of what's happening. And that's what they did. And we took back over the media with it. But now you have to have plausible deniability. You cannot associate with yourself with it. This is why I believe Flynn is not associated with it. But what if I told you there's a piece of evidence out there that directly connects Michael Flynn and Tracy Beans. More? It, this is this is Little Sis, okay? And Little Sis, they kind of go into people. They dig into huh. people, all oh, right? Wow. They dig into people and, and find their affiliations, associations, and all different types of stuff. And so these are the business positions of Michael Flynn, right? Okay. These are board memberships. These are these are corporations or companies that Michael Flynn is a board member on. The first one here says Digital Soldiers Media. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you click on Digital Soldiers Media, LLC, a.k.a. Minnesota Shores Real Estate, you get hmm. leadership and staff, Stephen Boone, Michael Flynn, and Joseph Flynn. 
And then mm -hmm. you get board members, Michael T. Flynn, right? So yeah. his son, Michael Flynn Jr., is uh, uh, was one of the leaders of it, Joe Flynn. And then the board member is Michael T. Flynn. Now, the yeah. holdings of this company, the parts, other companies that they own through this company is the Shirt Show. Okay? The Shirt Show, website that sells QAnon gear and other official Flynn-themed merchandise and support of digital soldiers media. Who's one of the top people at the shirt show? Tracy. Tracy, Tracy Beans. Wow. And, and who who financially benefited off the Q movement through General Flynn posting all their content out there in the world? Tracy Beans. Hmm. And by the way. I'm very ever I'm very rarely wrong on this shit. And I don't mean to pat myself on the fucking back. I'm telling you that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And I I've said some things to some people and I've gotten gotten like looked at like that. Right. And you know what? I know I'm right. So it's okay. But so that's what that is. But what is it now? What it is now is Grifters, opportunists, um, the enemy. It's a bunch of people that are out there making up bullshit to try to guide people towards a paywall to get behind that paywall to get more of the bullshit secret information that they potentially have of like when JFK is going to show his face. Okay. Yeah. Or, or whatever it might be. Now, is JFK alive? Q even said JFK is not alive, but JFK Jr. is not alive. But here's the thing. We don't know. Don't know. And you know what? Does it matter? Okay. Nobody is going to miraculously show up and save this country or save this planet or save fucking humanity. That job, if there is one message you got out of all the Q stuff, if there is one damn thing, is that this war, this fight, this battle is you versus them. The battle is here. The battle is a spiritual battle. It's spiritual warfare. It's a battle for your mind. Okay? Oh, yeah. What is happening in this country right now is you need to take the stand. You need to speak up. You need to stand on your soapbox. You need to fight back with civil disobedience. You need to get out there and hold the picket. You need to unite with your neighbors. You need to communicate with people. It is all of us coming together and uniting. It is not one single person or entity that is going to be martyred, that is going to create a, a catalyst event that basically brings us to victory. It is only us that can bring ourselves to victory. And that is one thing specifically that Q said over and over and over and over again. And this is one of the reasons why I still kind of support General Flynn is because guess what? That is still his freaking message. 100%. This has nothing to do. Look, guys, I'm not your leader. You need to stand up. You need to rise up. You need to unite. And, and you know what? That's the message of Donald Trump. That's the message of everybody on the right. But what is the message of everybody on the left? You need to support us. You need to let us rise up and uh, support you and represent you and do these types of things. That's bullshit. And anybody out there who is telling you, look, you need to, you know, uh, uh, Phil, Phil Godlewski. What a piece of shit. This guy goes out there, pays the film crew to do a fake deposition of deposition of him getting interviewed like he's getting interviewed for lawyers talking about the tribunal. Guys, that was all garbage. It was all fucking Hollywood. 
Okay, this guy is no different than Real Raw News, which is just another fucking garbage website. Parody, nothing but fucking parody and satire out there, trying to trick people into subscriptions and giving them fucking money. Okay, and there's a lot of people out there in the the Patreon community who are like that. Well, guess what? I'm only working with people I believe have a high level of integrity. Okay. And yeah. I will tell you that the people that I, I, I don't agree with everything that a lot of the guys I work with say, but you want to know what they have? Integrity. They have a Absolutely. high level of integrity. They believe what they believe, and they believe that they are telling and speaking the truth, and they believe that they're on the right path to truth, and that for them, this is about getting the truth into the hands of the people to allow them to use their own discernment to decide for themselves what is real and what is not. And that is the beauty of it. I will never sit here and tell you that this is the way things are, and this is what's going to right? Fuck that. I'm not going to sit there and make predictions and say, hey, look, you know, this is going to happen on this time frame and Donald Trump's going to be inaugurated on March 3rd. I'm not going to say that shit. You know what? I made one prediction, Vince. I made one prediction about a week ago. Do you remember this? Yeah. And I said, there's going to be a big earthquake somewhere in the world, probably kitty corner from Iceland in the next seven days. Did we see it? I didn't. 6.4 earthquake in the Philippines, kitty corner on the planet from Iceland, not even three days later after I said that. Really? I didn't know that. Absolutely. Okay. When I say that kind of stuff, I kind of like, you know, I'm, I, I want to be spot on. I've been wrong. I'm not saying I'm the fucking the harbor of truth. Okay. We've been wrong. It's okay. And you know what? I have the level of integrity to stand up and say, dude, I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. I admit it. But there's certain things that I know that are fact, that are absolutely truth. And you cannot change those certain things. Okay? Yeah. Now, when people deviate from that, when the people truth. try to remove discernment, when they try to remove uh, the, the ability to reply or rebuttal what they're saying, when they try to shut you down by over-speaking towards you, you have to wonder, what is really their intention? Is this really about the truth or is this really about giving themselves a pat on the back, boosting up their own ego and increasing their bank accounts? Okay. Like I, I will call this guy out. Dr. Shiva. Dr. Shiva is like, oh, I'm going to run for president. Dude, you weren't even born in America. You're not born on a U.S. embassy. You weren't born on U.S. territory. He's like, well, there's a way we can do it. And he put out a video from his lawyers about how he can do it. No, you can't. You, you're not a, 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 a American born citizen. You're naturalized. You cannot be president. But the guy is out there collecting tons of money because that's what he did four years ago, collecting tons wow. of money. And you know what? Those types of people just go away. Now, if you want to shave, let's have a little fun. Okay? And, and that has nothing to do with information. It has nothing to do with access to information. It's just fun for us to help raise some money to keep us going, to keep the lights on. That's it. Okay? And, and you know what? Here's the beauty of the thing. Life is going to continue to happen no matter what. The world is going to go on. But right now we are faced with an imminent threat that we don't even know how bad it's going to get. Shit is going to hit the proverbial fan in the next 12 months. We are heading into election season. Go back to 2020. What happened? 
We were censored. We were demonetized. We were kicked off the internet. We were persecuted. We were chastised. Okay. Yeah. Every city was burnt. Every city was burnt. Guys, you're going to see that same shit roll in all over again. And it's already started. Okay. It's going to happen a lot faster. It's going to happen a lot more efficient this time because they know exactly what they need to do. I don't think that it's going to be another pandemic. It might be. It might just be world war. It might be martial law. It might just be uh, sleeper cells taking over our cities. It just might be the government being the government like Hochul over there and coming out and saying, hey, if you're in New York State and you're a podcaster broadcasting what we determine to be conspiracy or disinformation or misinformation, you're going to be arrested in quarantine and sent to a re-education camp. Who knows what it's going to be? But they're going to try to do it. Go back a month and a half ago when the governor of New Mexico tried to suspend the Second Amendment. Yeah. Guys, they have balls bigger than you can ever imagine. And they will go through with everything that they're doing unless we stand up and stop them dead in their fucking tracks. We are entering the final battle, as Donald Trump said. 2024 is right in front of us. We are going to go through Thanksgiving, then Christmas, New Year's. Welcome to 2024. It is election season. Game is freaking on. Watch out for the government misinformation, propaganda, disinformation. And not only that, the regulation and control of the Internet is coming because that is the only way that they can go out there and absolutely try to control the narrative. And what does it mean when they go out there and try to regulate the internet is that they're going to try to shut me, Vince, and everybody else down. Yep. And they already are to a large extent. They'll keep up their operatives. They'll make sure that their operatives stay on there. You'll know who those people are by that. Yeah. No, the internet's still free. Otherwise, why would, insert name here, still be uh, doing their podcast? Right. So... I what think else? You're absolutely right. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. Oh, well, here, here you go. Let, let's, uh, let me see if I can find this clip. There we go. I, I got it right here. Let, let's listen to this. Uh, it's 31 minutes, but uh, I don't know where he says this. But let's just listen to some of this. Thank you. Tucker Carlson, everybody. Tucker fucking Carlson. like that and by the way every introduction should come with profanity so thank you (laughs) i didn't hear the introduction because i was backstage with an old friend of mine um from television who's here i didn't expect to see him and uh he's probably the greatest financial analyst on television and so i said to him jokingly since he deals with markets and you know real companies i said what there he is right there i said is it crazy to bury gold in my yard? And he looked me right in the face. He goes, no, it's not crazy at all. <laughs> and that kind of, comp- and I'm, by the way, I'm not giving investment advice. I'm the last person. Uh, you would never take investment advice from someone who's never had an actual job. Don't buy real estate from a homeless person, et cetera, et cetera. Don't uh, hire a fat person as your trainer. Um, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, I'm, 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 right. But uh, I'm only saying that to highlight what everyone in this room already knows, which is that it's really a volatile moment. I flew out here across the country this morning, 
and spent five hours texting people, mostly people I know, but also the entire mentally ill community in America has my text, so a lot of crazies too, but also a lot of people I really like and who are smart and temperate and reasonable people who've been around, or my age, I'm 54, you know, kind of seen stuff and have measured opinions on things. And I gotta tell you, every single person I texted with, with the exception of my wife, who's not on the internet at all, was uh, angry and paranoid, seriously. And these are not crazy people, these are normal good people with like kids and stuff. With a vested interest in Americans' success. These are not the burn it down caucus. These are the, you know, these are the people you want voting. And they were all angry and paranoid. Every single one of them, some of them really angry and some of them really paranoid. And I have to say, after assessing uh, their views for five hours, I think they were justified in both. I think they had every reason to be angry and all the evidence required to become paranoid. And so I'm not mocking them at all. Um, I'm just telling you once again what you already know, which is uh, this is going to be the next year is gonna be, I, I think I'd bet my house on it, um, really like nothing we've ever seen in, in the country. And everyone can kind of feel that. You know, most of our perceptions come through intuition rather than reason. And if you have dogs, you know this because they can't understand literally a word you say because they don't speak English, hardly any of them. Um, but if you're close to your dog, you know the dog knows exactly what's going on, knows when it's time to go out, knows when you're going on a trip. Why is that? Because they don't hear anything, they just watch. And they feel. And people are very much the same. And if something bad is about to happen, everybody gets jumpy. And everybody's really jumpy right now. Um, so I'm not here to you know, make your anger and paranoia worse, just the opposite. I'm here merely to suggest a couple of things that I think you could do about it and that might be useful rather than pointless. Like, All right. Tucker said the same thing. It's about to happen. Shit is about to hit the proverbial fan. It's looking more and more likely day by day, I tell you. It, it, it's happening. Now, I want to like bring attention back to some things we talked about. Number one, the Bank of International Settlements put out their unified ledger back uh, in around the July time frame. At the same time thing, uh, time frame that the FedNow system came and started to roll out. Now, the FedNow system is kind of being implemented slowly, but then we had the automatic clearinghouse kind of crash and fail about a month and a half ago. So they're going to integrate and upgrade all that into the FedNow system, which allows them the ability to track everything, okay? Well, the Bank of International Settlements has the unified ledger framework, which allows for privatized tokenization as well as central bank digital currency interoperability, a collaboration, and catalyst. So basically coming together. Now, BlackRock has been one of the main leaders of this specifically, specific, specifically. Okay. Today, the Department of Justice brings criminal charges against the biggest crypto exchange, Binance, and its CEO, CEO Cheng Peng Zhao, who will resign as part of a $4.3 billion settlement. Okay. Yeah. Now, Zhao is the chief Zhao will plead guilty of the criminal charges and step down as a company CEO as part of the $4.3 billion settlement with the Department of Justice. According to the court documents, the plea arrangement and the government results a multi year investigation of the world's largest crypto exchange. Excuse me. So he was in cahoots with FTX and all types of other okay. stuff. Um, here's the problem. Yeah. BlackRock is buying up everything, guys. BlackRock owns and controls Bitcoin, Ethereum, 
and all a lot of the other cryptocurrencies. Wow. This is something I warned about years ago. Does that mean get out? No, absolutely not. It means get the fuck in. Okay? They, they ain't going to let that shit fail. Okay? You're going to see some dips here, and then you're going to see skyrocket. Okay? That stuff is going to go to the moon. Why? Because BlackRock's behind it. But just remember, they control it. It's going to become the new central bank. It's going to become the new privatized tokenization. Everything that I've talked about is happening right now. Now, the largest crypto institution, Binance, is going to be owned by BlackRock, just like Richard Eaton says Binance now owned by BlackRock. Absolutely. They are going to take over, they're going to own it, and they are going to rock it, and they're going to skyrocket cryptocurrency to prices you've never even thought of before. They're not going to come back down to these levels. So if you want to get into cryptocurrency, if you want to learn about cryptocurrency and you want to get in now, at I highly recommend joining my crypto mastermind, which I do almost every Sunday unless I'm traveling. Okay. And if we can get some new people in there, we will start doing educational sessions on that, teaching people about trading, investing, teaching people about cryptocurrency and going over projects and getting people involved in this stuff now. A lot of what we do is now technical analysis the week to come and that type of thing, because it's a group of people who've been with me for years doing this stuff. Um, and we kind of all collaborate on that. But if people want to go out there and join the crypto mastermind, I want to teach you crypto. And, and look, you might be like, it's the devil, it's Satan. You know what? Maybe it is. Okay. But go in there and put some money in there, get a thousand X on your money, pull it out and invest in God. Okay. All I'm trying to tell you is that there's an opportunity to 10 X, 100 X, 50 X, 1000 X, 5000 X on your money coming very, 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 very soon. And if you don't get your money in, you're going to be left behind. Okay. And well, money's the root of all evil. Well, if you think that you're going to be poor your whole life, I'm sorry. Money's not the root of all evil. Money is an intermediary of exchange of your energy. You put energy out to the world, into the marketplace at your job with your skills and your labor, and they give you a, a, a intermediary of exchange, a holding, something that holds the value that you just gave. Now you get to take that holding of value and go exchange it for something that you love. And so here's the beautiful thing. You can exchange it for food. You can exchange it for a house. You can exchange it for bills. You can exchange it for a vacation. You can exchange it for a great guitar that makes you rock and jam and you can shred on or whatever it might be. But that's what money does. You know, Tony Robbins once said, Vince, money will not buy you happiness, but it'll sure in the fuck buy you an island where you can find it. Okay. And that's the kind of the mentality that you have to understand is that money is an intermediary of the energy that you expend in exchange every day. Okay. So don't think of it like cryptocurrency. Understand once BlackRock has gotten involved, Goldman said all these corporations are involved. The money is going to flow in there, which means that it's going to skyrocket in value, which means that you can throw some money in and it's going to go up. If you want to learn about it, join my crypto mastermind. You'll learn all about the technology and the beautiful thing about it. Okay, and this is where the big key factor comes in, is that the majority of it is decentralized, which means that there is no single point of failure. It means there's no single point of ownership, even though they're going to come in and they're going to control the regulation side. They're never going to control the monetary side of the regulation and flow of the money. They are able to do that now specifically because of kind of. The, the wild, wild west setup that is in place. But right now we can go out there and create a cryptocurrency on the Red Pill Project and have our own internal cryptocurrency. And as long as it's accepted by us, it all works and nobody would be able to touch it. 
That's the beautiful thing is that that value can be created and decentralized at any point. And that's one thing that we're going to do with decentralized media once it gets rolling um, that we're going to do specifically. So keep that in mind. If you guys want to check out uh, the, the crypto mastermind, uh, let me get that link for that real quick. Um, I got to find it. So crypto mastermind is redpills.tv slash crypto MM. There it is, Vince, right there. So that's the crypto mastermind. Uh, redpills.tv slash crypto mm and that'll take you to the social red pill it's on the social red pill you can go to the groups and you can find it and you can join right there with a subscription it is separate from the other subscriptions unless you have the like the top level subscription you get it automatically so keep that in mind um if you guys wanted to donate crypto to us in any way shape or form we definitely accept crypto you can use redpills.tv slash send crypto it definitely does help us especially during this time right now I was telling some people last night, I was telling Vince last night, like um, I, I've had to pull out of my savings to, to keep all of this going. So it's um, like we're it, it, it's just it's just shitty time. Right. Is that. We got to grow. We got to grow. We got to get bigger and we got to bring more value. And that's what we're trying to do is bring more and more value. And that's why we're restructuring social red pill. We're going to have more people coming on. Uh, it's going to be modified in the decentralized media with tons of new people coming on. And there's going to be, uh, we can tell them now. So for once you get onto the social red pill and you join up with the subscriptions, they don't have anything listed there right now, but, um, one thing that's going to happen is people who get the subscriptions will have Zoom access. People who don't have subscriptions will not have Zoom access. Uh, it's just the way it's got to be because that costs me a lot of money a month. Uh, so that's one thing. Number one is there's going to be Q&As. I'll be doing a Q&A every night, James, or every Thursday night. Jim Price will be doing one uh, once a week. James Grunvig will be doing once a week. And when other people come on, they'll be doing their own Q&As. Uh, every Saturday... I believe it's going to be every Saturday. We're going to do what I call a town hall. And this is going to be kind of where myself, Vince, or other people, many other people come in. we got guests that are going to come in. And they will do like an educational session with you and teach you various different things like uh, how to clean a firearm or, or how to homestead. Kind of very similar to our prepping thing that we are doing. That will be under the subscriptions. Every month we're going to do a private Zoom seminar with maybe one, two, or three different guests that are going to come in and they're going to talk to you on various different topics, whether it's health or, or politics or whatnot. And there'll be pretty good named guests that we'll have come in or it'll be a few of us talking and doing private sessions like that. So you're going to get all that kind of inside information that we've been talking about. Kind of, if you get into my Zooms, you know what I'm talking about. Like I talk about a lot more different stuff in the Zooms than I do on this show. So you're going to get all that stuff as well. So understand that we're, we're, we're building it up so we can bring that high level of value directly to you guys. Um, and then Jim and James should be joining the social red pill this week after Thanksgiving. And so they'll be on there. You'll be able to go out there and talk to them. Uh, okay. So going back into kind of the news of what's going on today, this is another thing that I noticed. Now we've talked about how a lot of this uprising is going to happen in the cities, but I have to go back two years to talk about this story. Do you remember all the plane crashes, Vince? Uh, some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
remember all those plane crashes? And I was saying, it sounds like China has some type of new technology. Mm -hmm. Check this article out today I saw. Terror in the sky. Civilian airplanes are getting their GPS hacked over the Middle East. Experts have no idea how to deal with it. Huh. That's quite interesting. Now, what's also interesting, and I haven't seen any updates on this, uh, flaming duck disaster engulfs Chinese naval ship, the Longhushan in flames. Uh, Well, a Chinese naval vessel, one of the most advanced Chinese naval vessel, was on fire today and sunk. Whoa. Whoa. Now, that happened... That happened a day, not even not even 12 hours, okay? 12 hours after a P-8 Poseidon U.S. military aircraft missed the runway and went right into the ocean off of Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Hmm, interesting. That also happened one day after directly massive yeah. cyber attacks, including Rumble was hitting this, came from China. Hmm. Dude. Now, what else is interesting is there was also a report earlier today of a small commercial plane that crashed into a building. I saw that developing. So two planes crashed within one day. We have a Chinese U.S. or Chinese naval vessel engulfed in flames and, and, and just about sinks. We have massive cyber attacks that happened a day ago. Uh, shit is going to hit the proverbial fan. Don't un- don't think that these are all just, oh, that's just a coincidence, all this stuff is happening like that. No, 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 no. This is going to get crazy. There's a lot of things that are happening that they're not reporting as such. They're not reporting as cybercrime. They're not reporting as, you remember the, the U.S. submarine, the USS Connecticut? Yeah, that, that had ran it, into yeah. a mountain like submarines yeah. do all the time. It, uh, the highest class freaking submarines that we have is underwater and runs into a mountain. It has to be towed back to Guam. Uh, that doesn't happen. You can ask any submariner. What happened? It was shut down by something. It sunk and crashed into something. And then power came back on and it was allowed to leave. And it was in the South China Sea. So we can understand that it was most likely China. Go back to 2018. U.S. Navy warships uh, transiting various different places run aground, run into other ships. Navy sailors died. Q warned us about this. March 2018. Helicopter crashes. How many helicopter crashes, military helicopter crashes did we have back to back this year? Three in a row just a few months ago. Started with Kobe. That's right. It's starting to go. There's there's things that are happening here that are clandestinely being approached that are being just kept under the curtain because they don't want to frighten or alarm people. I mean, nobody yeah. wants to say that a U.S. military submarine was shut down underwater. OK, yeah, no that one basically is a threat to our national security. It's a declaration of war. So they're fighting this war in the shadows in order to maintain some kind of control over everything. That's right. So. There's those things happening. Now, there's other good things happening. We talked about it briefly yesterday. Governor Paxton and um, 
in Texas is looking in and investigating media matters. Elon Musk is suing media matters. They're going to probably get taken down and probably put out of business by this, but they'll just fund somebody else and bring somebody else up. Yeah, um, we so have Argentinian president Milley. Yeah. Yeah. Won the election is the new, you can't negotiate with these left tires. Now I'm going to, um, I guess I'll try to – I might have to mute this to interpret it, okay? But yeah. this is Millie right here, and uh, I'm going to mute it, and then I'll just read the subscripts. You can't give shit leftards an inch is what he's saying here. You can define shift leftards is what she says. All collectivists, all kinds of collectivists. Uh, they, But why do you call them shit? Because they are shit. And then she goes, if you think they're differently from, uh, uh, if they think they are differently from you, he says, they will kill you. This is the point. They will kill you. You can't give shit leftists an inch. If you give them an inch, they will use it to destroy you. You can't negotiate with leftards. You can't negotiate with trash because they will end you. If they, the left, have a guy that beats his wife off, it's, it's uh, if it's one of them, he puts on a green scarf and he yells about neoliberalism all the time. They hide it. If suddenly there's a journalist that molests another journalist, they hide it. When it's one of them, they hide it. They hide all of these aberrations. Now, if you are on the other side, they will ruin you. They will kill you. They will throw you everything. They don't care if they ruin your whole life. You do not know what it's like to be part of all of this. He says, because since the air is is human, since everyone can be mistaken, they force us to be better. And since we are getting better than them, since we are crushing them in the cultural battle, we're not only superior economically, we are morally superior. This guy is just spot on. I love this guy. This guy's awesome. Yeah. Someone said that he had a profile on the WEF's website. Listen, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of politicians that are associated with the WOF that have profiles that, that like, you know, signed up to be a road scholar or whatnot. Right. You know, think about 10 years ago, you go out there mm-hmm. and you're up and coming and you want to become in politics. What are you going to do? You go out there, you join the council of foreign relations, you join the trilateral commission, mm-hmm. you go out there and you join the WEF, right? You want to get in politics. These are the organizations that you have to get in bed with. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people. Okay. I mean, Ivanka, Ivanka Trump went to the Bilderberg meeting with uh, Jared Kushner. I think Jared Kushner is a, a piece of shit Zionist. That's my thoughts. Uh, but either way, that's Donald Trump's son-in-law. Donald Trump sent Pompeo to the Bilderberg group. I mean, Good does point. that mean that these people are bad? I don't know. Maybe they're just maybe there's just a big table that everybody sits at, and there's a multi-headed hydra, and it's called the War of the Roses. And there's various different factions that just don't like each other, and they all have different visions of what the world should be, but they're all associated with each other on these big tables, which are the Council of Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, uh, the Project for a New American Century, uh, the the World Economic Forum, right? So that's kind of the thought behind all that is just because I see them associated with something doesn't necessarily mean that they are bad, right? Um, Now, this is interesting. You know who uh, the the comedian Michael Rappaport is? Um, Gosh, I'm trying to put a face to the name. 
Michael Rapport. Michael Rapport right here. This guy. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. In New York City, climb in public in front of crowds of people, rip down UN flags, rip down Israeli flags, rip down American flags on Veterans Day. When the economy is the way the economy is, when I'm paying fucking mortgage rates up the wonk up, I mean, I'm getting, forget a, forget a colonoscopy. You don't need to get a colonoscopy. Go, uh, go buy a house. The interest rates, go buy a car. And I know Smoking Joe has done some things for the, I know. But I'm telling you right now, go, go buy yourself, a, go, go check, go check what it's like to buy a car. Buy a house. The money. The fucking chaos in this country. The chaos around the world. If it comes down to pig dick Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Voting for pig dick Donald Trump is on the table. I'm- there you have it. This guy has been 100% against Donald Trump since the beginning. And now he woke up. And what did we say would happen? They, we will come to the precipice where all of a sudden the left will begin to wake up and go on. This isn't right. There, there's something wrong here. And the left will shrink and shrink and shrink and down to a small group of very, very communist radicals. And everybody else will wake up and say, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a liberal or I'm a neoliberal. But uh, I don't agree with all this shit. Yeah, they'll say, I'm a liberal, not a libtard. What are you guys doing? Yep. And they'll stand right next to the right. And they're like, they're like, I don't know. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, he, he's a far lefty New York liberal who woke up and now says that he would support Donald Trump. Wow. So, Unbelievable. Things are definitely changing. Look, and this is what I also mean. As the precipice comes about, as more and more people wake up, as the whole world is watching, they have to increase their authority over us. They have to take away more rights and liberties and freedoms. They have to expand their control and regulation of the internet and information because more and more people are waking up. And if they allow that precipice to become catalyst, they lose everything and they can't remember they will not lose they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power and authority and they already have the events in sequence for that to happen right now and so this is why i'm saying be ready shit is about to get crazy yeah and last election people didn't have the opportunity to talk of politics and stuff with their family in a lot of cases but this year mm-hmm. seems like uh we will be so yeah. More people are going to wake up this week. Man, crazy time to be alive. Okay, guys. A few things we got here. Elf Spark gifted a can. Thank you so much, Elf Spark. Hillbilly Jack Ill celebrated a 10 months subscription streak. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Hillbilly. X Grits X celebrated a three month substreak. Thank you so much, X Grits. Just Jim, 133 gold pills. Just Jim, good to see you, my buddy. Appreciate that. Uh, enlightened uh, Science, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Um, 
Sackalate supporter, uh, Kami Bietch on Rumble. Thank you so much, Sackalate. Uh, $5 there on Rumble. Castle Drummer gifted the shades. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. Grandma Five Revolt, three lemons. Polka Dot, one, two, three, three lemons. Thank you so much, Grandma Five and Polka Dot. Maria Teresa, 1776, a supporter on Rumble, $50. Thank you so much, Maria Teresa. Appreciate that. Tis the season wow. of giving and giving thanks. Thanks for being honest and a real patron. Oh, thank you so much, Maria. Much appreciated on that. RPG3573 just donated five ice creams. Thank you so much, RPG. Black Jester 101, two lemons. X Grits X4 lemons. Thank you guys, Black Jester and X Grits. Uh, zoned out uh, 9279, uh, donated three lemons. Thank you so much, Zoned out. Uh, Maria Teresa, again, uh, $17.76, $10 on Rumble. Thank you so much, Maria Teresa. My fellow Patriots, let's help these guys out. Even if it's $1, $5, a little can add to a lot. They try so hard to unite us and create community. This is how we beat the globalists. Please donate. Thank you so much, Maria well, Teresa. You're awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you for so much for the kind words as well. PQuest gifted a cookie. Guys, all of you, thank you so much. Uh, if you guys want to see Josh shave, okay? redpills.tv slash shave or givesendgo.com slash shave. Uh, it's kind of fun. We'll make the decision on December 1st. Got to hit half that goal to do that. Much appreciated on that. Guys, go to redpills.tv. Uh, redpills.tv, that's our primary website. You're going to find all the information about everything I've talked about here tonight on ways to support us, social red pill. If you want to get in that crypto mastermind, the links are out there, redpills.tv slash crypto MM, um, as well as join up to the social red pill. We got a lot of cool things coming for you. Derek73 just followed. Thank you so much, Derek, for that follow. Much appreciated. Head on over to redpills.tv, get over the social red pill. Guys, that's all we have for you tonight. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. Hope you guys all have a great night. Take care. Much love, respect. See you guys next time. God bless. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.